Today on Locked on Rockies, by golly, they actually did it. The Colorado Rockies are sellers at the deadline. You are Locked on Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked on Rockies fans, welcome into the Locked on Rockies podcast for today, the 31st day of July in the year 2023. I am your host of the Locked on Rockies podcast, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked on Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. And if your team is the Colorado Rockies, well, guess what? You're in the right spot because that's what we do each and every day around here is talk about the Colorado Rockies. Want to give a shout outs to our guest hosts from last week, Sully and Ethan Smith there. Sully went above and beyond, brought the great Thomas Harding on the show, uh, gave uh, great breakdowns of the Rockies and insights into their series. Really weird baseball kind of happening with the Rockies, especially late in ball games and in uh, and, and lack of clutch moments. And I think it was emphasized by uh, overall kind of crappy series against Oakland this weekend outside of the finale on Sunday but uh, we'll dive into that but of course we got to talk about the big news about the Colorado Rockies which is trades the Rockies have made a pretty big one when you're counting when you're in the in the scope of the Rockies it's not necessarily going to be a monumental shift in the franchise or a monumental change it, you never know with these prospects you never know what might uh, what might happen there but the Rockies officially sellers at the deadline and hopefully it's not the the only move the team makes but at least we can sit, sit here and say the Rockies have cleared the path for some of their prospects and uh, got in uh, were able to build up this pitching depth as well. Before we dive into all that, want to thank you again for making us your first listen of the day here. Also, want to remind you that we are free and streaming on your favorite streaming services. Just look locked up, locked on Rockies, or find us on YouTube where you can be part of the show. We have passed 500 subscribers on YouTube. Thank you all so much for helping make the show grow and get bigger and talk Rockies baseball. Really, really appreciate it. Gonna do. I do. I'm gonna work on a giveaway. We're gonna work on that. Uh, details coming on that here uh, later on. But uh, also check us out on SiriusXM and the SiriusXM app, and uh, you can also find all your Colorado Rockies play-by-play coverage there as well. Just search Colorado Rockies or Locked On Rockies, and you'll be taken to where you need to go. Randall Gritchick and CJ Crone are no longer Colorado Rockies. They head to Los Angeles to play for the Angels in is what is a big reunion. Uh, Randall Gritchick, I did not know this. I completely forgot about this. And what's a crazy kind of thing way to think about it? One, Randall Gritchick is drafted uh, one spot above Mike Trout. The the Angels had back to back picks there, twenty four and twenty five, and then they pick up Mike Trout. Uh, after that, and 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 as much as that's crazy, taking somebody over Mike Trout, I then thought there were twenty three other picks made ahead of Mike Trout, and maybe I got to dive more into that draft and see who else was in there. But I, I was just kind of shocked to see that Mike Trout uh, was a twenty fifth overall pick. 
Uh, but anyway, that that's an interesting thing. Randall Grichik heads to uh, LAA as long alongside CJ Crone, and what's a uh, move that makes total sense for the Rockies here? As uh, these two guys, probably the most value outside of some of these bullpen pieces that the Rockies have at the moment uh, that they're going to get, especially with Grichik being solid since he's uh, he uh, has returned from injury at the beginning of the year. Uh, he was batting over 300 going into the weekend, had a good slash line. Uh, and and CJ Crone as well, uh, who was doing some great damage after his return from his trip to the IL. And uh, we're going to read here from uh, Rhett Bollinger uh, from MLB.com. Angels land Crone Grichik and deals with and deal with Rockies. Grichik 31 is batted 308, 365, 496 with eight homers, nine doubles and 27 RBI in 64 games this season. Fits in as a replacement for Ward and has played all three outfield spots this season. And he will join Hunter Renfro and Mickey Moniak in the outfield with Joe Adele oblique strain and trout uh on the as the on the injured list as well and uh Grichik never played with the angels as he was traded to the cardinals in 2013 before he was making his uh debut so a little bit more there but uh here you go for your stats on crone this year crone who grew up in nearby fullerton california has batted 260 304 476 with 11 homers 12 doubles and 32 rbi in 56 games this year and uh, he and Mike Moustakis will be the platoon. So the Angels now uh, going with uh, with the two former Rockies at first base uh, for this uh, for for the remainder of the. And I'm hoping it works out for the Angels as well. I mean, I, I think you you look at it as a move where you, I don't necessarily know if it's going to move the needle enough for the Angels. It certainly gives them a lot more power, and it certainly gives. <laughs> The Rockies just lost a lot of their power as well, especially when in, in the form of, of, of C.J. Crone. So who's stepping up to hit the, the the home runs will be interesting to see. It might be some of these guys coming back from the injured list as well for the Rockies, which we'll talk about later in this week. We, uh, of course, big names returning to the Rockies potentially here sooner rather than later. But this... These are, this is the exact type of move for the Rockies. In return, the Rockies get uh, two prospects who uh, fall in the top 30 of Angels prospects and uh, even in the top 10 in the case of one of them uh, here. So uh, the Mason Albright is the Angels' number eight prospect and Jake Madden, number 28. The Rockies also are sending over $2 million to the Angels as well, but they're uh, young guys. They, I believe, are playing at the the, the high A or low, some sort of a very. They're 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 definitely in the lower ranks of the minor league system. But hey, if you can turn you you turn those two into into top top thirty prospects on a club, especially with one being top ten and pitching depth, that's a solid trade. I think I I don't necessarily think you can really expect more from Rockies trades. But it's the activity, it's the it's the it's the move, and and especially after this weekend too, like you really got to be more committing to to punting on as much as you can. And uh, those were two of the most interesting pieces for the Rockies. They're certainly not the only pieces uh, that the Rockies can offer. And I and I hope that this signals that more trades are to come. I I do hope the Rockies are an active team here heading up. Um, you know, maybe as soon as the, this podcast ends, I don't know. But as we get closer, I think now at this point the Rockies might be a close. I'm not gonna hold my breath either, 
But it, but it, but if you're willing to make these moves and you've already traded Mustakis, you traded Pierce Johnson, you've already done some more, a few deals. You might as well go all the way in, especially with the good injury news that you hear about uh, Brendan Rodgers and uh, Charlie Blackman coming back into the mix as well. Should make you doesn't help you. It doesn't help you if you decide to move on from bullpen pieces, obviously. But when you're thinking about offense and when you're thinking of position players to move on from, you're getting two big ones back here real, real soon. And and, and at this point in the season, it's not going to be a big a big deal if we're watching Charlie Blackman play in the outfield more than more often than not. Especially if that means Montero is going to get time. Uh, DHing or playing first base alongside Tolia, uh, who should be the everyday first baseman going forward for the rest of the season. There, there really should be no reason for those two players to spend any more time at the uh, at the AAA level. Uh, because listen, Grichik Monty might not play outfield, but he can, he's a DH and he's a bat, so he can he can DH or play first. Tolia can do the same thing. You might even see Tolia play a little bit of outfield as well. Who knows? Uh, it, it just is it's, if you if you're able to move on from from Profar and you're able to move on uh, from from Profar's pro, probably the last one. I don't necessarily know if the Rockies are going to be able to make a deal for with Elias Diaz or if they want to trade away Elias Diaz. We'll see about that. But uh, the the next ones to watch for the Rockies are most likely Jerks and Profar and uh, Brent Suter. But we'll see who uh, makes the deals and what happens with the Rockies as we get closer and closer to the deadline. But, hey, got to give it up, got to give props, and excited that the Rockies actually are sellers, not inactive at the deadline here. They might It, it might not be a, a franchise-altering move in the, in, in the short term, but who knows how these players might develop and what the Rockies might be getting uh, for, for a deal that makes total sense to do. Um. Masked in all of this is the fact that the Rockies just played an incredibly disappointing series against the worst team in baseball, and uh, it, it's it's a. I think that's probably why that this trade uh, was was able to happen and 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 more likely to move forward, and hopefully shouldn't be the last because if the Oakland A's come in there and blow you out in two games, you got big problems. Let's talk about that coming up here in segment number two. Before we do that, though, got to tell you about our friends at FanDuel. FanDuel is the best spot to get in on all the betting action when it comes to Major League Baseball and take your first swing at betting Major League Baseball on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets win or lose that's 200 you can spend betting everything from money line to the over under who you think is going to hit the first home run all on an app that's safe secure and super easy to use plus when you win you can get paid instantly there's no better place to bet on mlb than fanduel america's number one sports book so sign up today and visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get up to 200 in bonus bets that's fanduel.com slash locked on fanduel official partner of major league baseball this is the Locked On Rockies podcast. We're free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network and on Sirius XM and the Sirius XM app. Just search Locked On Rockies or Colorado Rockies on the Sirius XM app for all your play-by-play -play action of the Colorado Rockies. We are talking about the Rockies weekend series against Oakland, which uh, can honestly only be described as pretty awful. <laughs> I mean... I, 
sloppy three-error ball in the first game on top of a shaky return from Kyle Freeland. And then Chris Flexen uh, literally spiking balls in the dirt, walking sixth, and the Rockies getting absolutely drubbed by a team that most people call a glorified AAA team. And they get the shutout, sure, and get the two-run uh, two win there in, in the finale. Ryan McMahon has a nice day, but that's a problem. That's a big-time problem for an athletics team to come in and hang uh, 19 runs up on the Rockies. Good thing they didn't uh, allow any in the finale. Because that's quite a performance from uh, an athletics team that hasn't been able to do much uh, against anybody this year. They stole on the Rockies. And, and, and here's the biggest kicker and the, and the worst part about the, the, the Saturday game. The Rockies were only out hit by one hit. They were outscored by eight. That's the problem. When, when, I mean, the biggest issue with the Rockies, especially when you're addressing the starting pitching. I mean, the starting pitching, of course, is the biggest issue with the Rockies uh, and, and, and along the list of a bunch of other things. But you can't be getting dominated like you can't be in the race when it comes to hits and, and you're eight runs behind. That's a problem. That's a big time problem. And the difference is, and the key difference you can see on the scoreboard is no walks for athletics pitching in that game. Leaving the Rockies to to try to hit their way and, and score their runners, which they weren't able to do, and they weren't able to hang a crooked number up at all. Certainly had opportunities. But when you give your, your, your opponents, when your first two pitchers cover the first five innings of the ballgame, and they have allowed eight walks, it's no wonder that you find yourself down five. The Rockies slowly start chipping away, but then things fall apart again in the six. No walks being the uh, the do no walks being a part of the problem. But you're setting yourself the the main issue that has to be addressed for Rockies pitching is walks. This it, it this game this series especially just highlights how detrimental and how much teams will make you pay even on your own home turf, if you give them free passes. Because on top of that, the Athletics were willing to steal bases. They were willing to steal third as well. They're willing to do more things than the Rockies are, which is very frustrating and, and concerning, to be totally honest. It's a matter, it, it doesn't matter in the long run, no. But it certainly matters when you're kind of, uh, when you're, when you're looking for some of your your players and some of your 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 talent to kind of step it up against some of these teams and 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 have some put on some performances and and really that that wasn't the case this weekend. No one really had a strong weekend. Uh, Randall Grichik had some moments and there was you know some 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 moments here and there, but when two out of the three games against the absolute worst team in baseball. Have you being outscored 19 to 8 on your home stadium? That's a big time problem. It's and it completely overshadows honestly the a nice shutout performance from the Rockies bullpen uh and and going to the bullpen game a, a solid performance for everybody there especially as they're able to navigate a couple of walks. 
But you see what happens when the Rockies cut down on the walks here. The 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 Athletics once again in the Rockies only separated by one hit. The Rockies out hit the uh, the Athletics by by one. But the difference there is they didn't give up eight free bases in the beginning. Only three walks in the entire game. And the Rockies able to navigate around that and uh, benefit from an error as well. But those are the main that it, it, it just yeah. Just was, And that goes on top of kind of the things of the Rockies just missing out when they have opportunities. I mean, they just played uh, Nationals and, and the Athletics, and they, and, and they went on a four-game skid against those teams. Especially in winning moments, in multiple winning moments that the Rockies had in that National Series and the fact that they really should have won, if not swept that game. And could have swept the Marlins as well to to really put together a nice solid second half stretch here. But it just is the harsh reminder of where the Rockies are at in 2023 when the Athletics come to town and beat you down. One thing that was cool though from this weekend and one thing uh that was fun to see was the return of Carlos Gonzalez and uh that we'll we'll highlight more about Carlos Gonzalez and, and do a little bit uh, of, of, of speculating about the Rockies getting uh, some other veterans back on their team. We'll do that coming up here in segment number three. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast for free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Shoutouts to you out there, the everydayers, the people that tune in every day, the people leaving comments, the people hanging out. Here on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel, we appreciate you so much. Also, you can find us on SiriusXM and the SiriusXM app. Just search Locked On Rockies or Colorado Rockies for your play-by-play action. All there on the SiriusXM app. The Rockies were recognizing a few uh, players, I, I, Pedro Stasio, and I can't remember who else was the third one. Um, mm, 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 I'm going to look it up maybe here real quick. But anyway, uh, it was a uh, it, it, we, we got to be reintroduced or a lot of you got to be reintroduced, maybe or depends on how you really look at it. We got more Carlos Gonzalez. And here's the deal. There is never enough Carlos Gonzalez. He was someone I mean, him in the booth was electric. And then you get to see the highlights and everything. It's just a reminder that he was just such a, a such a stud, man. He was just such a. Uh, I just think that he he you could see it when he when when Charlie was was uh, was interacting with him and all the stuff that people have to say. There was just a a, a swagger and energy that uh, really makes you you really just kind of appreciated it because it was just like. Dang, it, 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 he just he just oozed cool, and it, and 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 it's really awesome uh, to see that. I just love when you get to see that in purple, and uh, you know it's, it's he's even saying that uh, everyone was asking like, "Where's Cargo? Where's uh, where's uh, where's uh, where's Carlos going on there?" That he was telling reporters about uh, when he was in the clubhouse seeing stuff. It was just so cool to see, and he was—he's going to go down on my all-time list of of Rockies. We've talked about him uh, before, certainly. We we we've definitely we we've highlighted the coolness of Carlos Gonzalez, but um, 
I like that. It's a bummer. It seems like when the Rockies do a lot of like big celebrations or recognizing it, it seems it comes on weekends that are tough. But, you know, it makes sense for Cargo. The A's, uh, the A's and the Rockies where he did most of his damage, really all of his damage in his uh, his career. So uh, it good to see. And he wasn't the only familiar face that was making uh, making his way back into the headlines, back in the news. Uh, the Rockies are going to be seeing some familiar faces here sooner rather than later. It seems like the Rockies could be seeing Charlie Blackman this weekend as he heads to Albuquerque for the first time for a rehab assignment, playing with the isotopes in Albuquerque for the first time. I can't remember who was tweeting about that, but the Rockies... Getting Chuck Nasty back will, you know, will be something that hopefully that can uh, keep the offense, keep the, the, the fill the, the hole, the void left by uh, CJ Crone, not necessarily in terms of power, but offensive production. Uh, Chuck's going to have to fill in for, for got to have that Charlie Blackman bat, especially now with no Gritchick and Crone in the lineup. And Brendan Rogers has been activated off of the IL as well which is huge news, honestly. I mean, it, it, it's a wash, sure, but Brendan Rodgers getting a lot of at-bats, getting 50 games in this season possibly would be uh, would be massive. I mean, it's, again, it's at least better than a full season loss, and he's able to train up, build his body, show the health off, and, and get in a bit of a groove that should help him uh, be able to contribute for the Rockies in a, in a moment where the Rockies are going to need him next year. I mean, just like they really needed him this year and he was poised for the big year this year, there's no doubt about it. With the changes that the Rockies are going, with the turning to young guys, with this next stage of the Colorado Rockies, if Rodgers ain't traded or if the Rockies don't move on from him and, and you know and, and the other various ways that they, they might do, Rodgers is going to be the guy I think that to, to look at here and a lot of young guys are going to be looking up to that guy that guy and it's going to make a the Rockies infield a really really strong one there if they have Rymac continuing to play third base Ezekiel Tovar there and Brendan Rodgers at second that's uh that's a lot of gold glove potential on the left side of the infield yet again and uh, in, in the infield yet again for the Colorado Rockies with the return of Brendan Rodgers. It's going to be really cool to see those three get some time together and, get, and see how it works there and, and, and get some playing time for the other young guys too to see how they, they factor in and what role they will have for the Rockies. So big news, the big, the, the big takeaway, of course, the Rockies have made some trades. The Rockies moving on from Randall Gritchick. And C.J. Crone are uh, it's it's a, it's tough because you know Crone and Gritchick were solid players for the Rockies and certainly contributed to some good moments here over the last couple of years. But this is the right type of way to handle the trade deadline and the right type of moves to be making if you are the Colorado Rockies, folks. That's going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Rockies. Thank you so much for joining us here. We'll be back in action tomorrow with more coverage of your Colorado Rockies, free and streaming on your favorite streaming service on the SiriusXM app, and of course, on the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel. Don't miss out on that. Folks, thanks for making us your first listen of the day. For more Colorado sports coverage, check out the Locked on Broncos, Locked on Avalanche, Locked on Nuggets, and Locked on Buffs podcasts, all available to you as well. Until next time, this is Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked on Rockies podcast.